Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> General, uh, uh, Secretary Austin, I should say, uh, was asked this question this morning and addressed it, uh, but I'm not going to comment on the specific report. I can say, and ec would echo what he said, which is generally speaking, we've made clear our concerns about the military capabilities that the PRC continues to pursue, uh, and we have been consistent in our approach with China. Uh, we welcome stiff competition, but do we not, we don't, do not want that competition to veer into conflict, and that is certainly what we convey privately as well. You know, I gotta say, they seem pretty calm <laughs> that China tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile in August that circled the entire globe before speeding towards its target, demonstrating an advanced space capability that caught U.S. intelligence totally by surprise. And they don't really seem that, I don't know, worried or interested. The target did miss by a couple dozen miles. Doesn't seem like a big deal that it was only off by a couple dozen miles, I gotta tell you. If you can get that missile to go around the entire globe and you're that close to the target, I'm sure their technology will allow them to make adjustments to make sure next time it's dead on accurate. What scares me the most about this whole scenario, China, first of all, U.S., they are the current administration in the U.S., wants them to be the new superpower. They're not interested in us being the superpower anymore. They're more than willing to bow to China and give them the number one spot. Where my biggest concern lies is that China has been continuously building their military capabilities and the size of their military in general. I would have to say and would not be surprised, it's almost expected that they made a deal with the Taliban so that they could take a look at all of the equipment that was left over there by that sleepy, creepy old man in the White House and whatever technology they didn't have, they are now going to acquire to give them even more of an upper hand on us. China currently has the biggest military in the world, has 2 million active members, whereas we only have 1.3. They also have a really unknown amount of nuclear warheads. The Defense Department claimed back in 2020 it was in the low 200s, but since then, since then they've realized, wait for it, that China is very secretive about its nuclear force, so they don't really have the details they would like to have, so they probably don't have an exact number. They say it could potentially be anywhere from double to quadruple what they think they have, so potentially they can have anywhere from 200 to 1,000 nuclear warheads at hand. Add that with the supersonic missile that we, they were just testing that went around the globe. I don't know. I guess for them, that's not that concerning. 
And it's a real shocker that China's being secretive. I mean, you know, like all countries should be, kind of like how we should be. <laughs> you don't just go down the street and say, hey, man, anybody come in? Look, check it out. Look at the new stuff we put on there. Yeah, man, it's getting close to Christmas time. We even got a, a hot cocoa warmer in this one. I mean, who wouldn't be secretive? What kind of stupid statement is that? What kind of people are working in the Defense Department that would say, "Well, you know, uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really think they were being truthful with us when they told us that they only had three guns." Well, gee, you think? You know, it is really alarming how quickly they are just handing over everything to China. I, I mean, I was prepared for it, and I think most anybody who's paying attention was. We knew they were going to bend the knee to China. We knew that they were going to break us down so that they can build them up. But just the sheer stupidity that is going behind this. Do they really think that it's a good idea? China's not their friend. They really think it's a good idea to let them build up their military so big, to let them really enhance all of their weaponry where it can be a problem anywhere in the globe now they could have that missile hit anywhere in the globe do they really believe that china's just going to play nice the whole time china doesn't like us they're not interested in us they want to be bigger than us and squash us so i don't know how they think that somehow they're going to avoid this in the end uh, it still boggles my mind that most of these liberals or these extremists in the top, you think that ultimately this is never going to get back to you. When you destroy this country, nobody's ever coming to get you. You're going to be good. You're going to live this luxurious life for the rest of your life, and the rest of us are going to do what? You know, people do get frustrated at a point. At a certain point, when people lose enough, they feel like there's nothing left to lose, and then things get real dangerous. Do they really think that they're immune to all of that. Unfortunately, they'll find out the hard way. God willing, we'll never get that far. Hopefully we survive. Hopefully we make it through all this nonsense. You know, I would say the first part of that would be 2022, making it through November, regaining the House and the Senate. That would at least be a step in the right direction. And hopefully slow things down because 2030 that is their objective that is their goal hopefully they don't make their goal and we can keep fighting back and pushing it back and pushing it back till the end of time Saki's been pretty busy though <laughs> that, that girl has been doing everything she can to defend stupid things that Joe Biden says or does for example uh, there is a mask requirement inside D.C. restaurants, yet President Biden and the First Lady were not wearing masks while walking around a D.C. restaurant on Saturday. Why? Well, I think what we were referring to is a photo of them walking out of a restaurant after they they had eaten masks in hand where they had not yet put them back on yet. So I would say, of course, uh, there are moments when we all don't put masks back on as quickly as we should. But I don't think we should lose, miss, lose the forest through the trees here and that our objective here is to get more people vaccinated, make sure that, uh, that schools and companies around the country can put in place requirements to save more lives and keep people safer. Uh, and, you know, not overly focus on moments in time that don't reflect overarching policy. It was not just exiting the restaurant, though. He was walking through the restaurant with no mask on. There is a carve out for uh, people under two or people who are actively eating or drinking. So I'm just curious why the president was doing this. I think I just addressed it. I don't think she did. 
<laughs> I think she's just dumb. As dumb as her answer was, I don't think she did. Because I didn't see just pictures. I saw a video of Sleepy Creepy literally walking through the restaurant with his wife, no masks on, stopping and talking to people, look, you know, it, living a normal life. I'm not faulting him for walking around without a mask because I don't believe masks work anyways. But I am pointing out the hypocrisy once again. It's rules for thee, but not for me. Sleepy Creepy and Mrs. Creepy can walk around without masks on and it's not an issue. In D.C., where they have a mandate in place. That's the problem I have with it. Because if it was any of us, you know, the story would be much different. Look at the young girl that was going to high school. She gets let out in handcuffs because she don't want to wear a mask. But Creepy and Miss Creepy can walk around like it's all good. No problem there. Typical. If this was such a serious thing, if this virus was so deadly, think about it. Leader of the free world, walks around with secret service agents around him all day, protected all day. You think that they would let him not wear a mask? You think they wouldn't constantly remind him to wear a mask if it was that serious? If his health was at that much of a risk? He is supposed to be the leader of the free world. Don't you think that somebody would remind him, somebody would say something to him that, sir, we got to protect you. You can't get this thing. You're going to die if you get it. You better wear your mask. But no. They don't care because they know exactly what I know and what most of you know. It's not as serious as they're making it out to be. It is a a virus. Granted, you will get sick. Granted, are you guaranteed to die? No. If you're fully vaccinated and you're still wearing a mask, could you die? Yes. R.I.P. Colin Powell, 84 years old, died with complications from covid He was fully vaccinated and he was an avid mask wearer, at least from what you read. He also had cancer, which he was battling, which may have contributed to his passing. So RIP Colin Powell, you know, don't wish for nobody to die. But it just, it shows the hypocrisy of these people that if it was that serious, they would be taking it even more serious than they're acting like they're taking it. Getting back to Saki deflecting for people. Saki trying to do some damage control for the DOJ after Biden makes some stupid remarks about subpoena defiers should be prosecuted. You know, the January 6th committee, committee, excuse me, that's a nonsense committee, is ramping up. They're starting to send subpoenas for former Trump administration officials. Biden was asked about this on the South Lawn. He said, I hope the committee goes after him and holds them responsible. He had a follow-up question. The reporter said, should they be prosecuted? He said, I do, yes. Just to show you how he stepped out of line, DOJ spokesman Anthony Coley responded, the Department of Justice will make its own independent decisions in all prosecutions based solely on the facts and the law. Saki, like I said, trying to deflect for Joe Biden, ended up sending out a tweet from her at PressSec. As the president has said many times, January 6th was one of the darkest days in our democracy. He supports the work of the committee and the independent role of the Department of Justice to make decisions about prosecutions. And obviously, his comment was so bad that David Axelrod, 
the former Obama advisor came out and said, it's probably best for Joe to leave this to the AG. (laughs) You know, it's bad when they all come out so quickly to correct what you just said, because it was that dumb. Now, as far as subpoenas go, Failure to respond to a subpoena is punishable as contempt by either the court or the agency that issued the subpoena. You don't prosecute people because they do not, you know, show up for the subpoena or do not answer the subpoena. And obviously Joe Biden doesn't know that. You would think with all his time in college, remember he graduated. What did he graduate? Didn't he say he graduated at the top of his class, but he actually graduated at the very bottom? Yeah, well, actually now it's all starting to make sense. He's just dumb. And Saki has been having a hellacious time covering for him. So you got two dumb people trying to cover for each other. Makes a lot of sense. Now, I read an article on the uh, Epic Time. Billionaire supermarket owner warns food prices will go up tremendously. I mean, we all see this coming, but it's a shame they're doing their best now to warn everybody and prepare you for the hike that's about to happen to us. Um, 10% is what they're guessing or estimating. John Katsimatidis, the billionaire supermarket owner, warned that the food giants such as Nabisco, PepsiCo, and Coca-Cola will prioritize raising prices on products over the course of the next 60 days, adding that the trend will not drop anytime soon. He also cautioned, I see food prices going up tremendously because food company CEOs want to be ahead of the curve and the way they're going to do it is they're going to drop all promotions. They're dropping low moving items. Why give away something when you don't have to give it away and you can make more of a margin on it. He also believes that because of this, there's going to be companies that have record profits in the third quarter. Again, this is no big surprise to us in September. Inflation was up by 0.4%. Overall, year over year, we're up by 5.4%. Americans, today, you're paying about 42% more on average for a gallon of gas. I guess that really greatly depends on where you live at. You're also paying 10.5% more for eggs, meat, poultry, and fish. 4% more for coffee. 19% more for bacon. Oh, God, and everybody loves bacon. They're just... They're just trying to kill us, man. I'm, you know, being a fat person. Oh my God, I gotta have a nice piece of bacon. Bacon, bacon's getting to the point where I can't even eat bacon. Six uh, percent more for peanut butter. Twenty-seven percent more for propane, kerosene, and firewood. Five point two percent more for electricity, which is killing all of us, especially up north in the winter time. You guys are about to get hammered. And twenty-four point four percent more for used vehicles. Also, 7.1% more for appliances. These numbers seem small. I mean, 24% on a used vehicle. When an average used vehicle, a decent one, depending on the state you live in, probably runs you anywhere for between seven and 10 grand on a good year. When you add another 24% to that, it just got a whole lot more expensive and starts putting it out of the reach for your middle-class Americans that can't afford those huge car payments. Also, 7.1% more for appliances. Appliances right now are crazy prices anyway, so 7.1 more percent, again, it's not helping you out. It's hurting you. You're getting to the point where you're either downsizing or you're looking for something used and maybe even better to just put some money into fixing it if you can get the parts out of China uh, instead of buying something new. This is what happens when you don't understand economics. 
These are the problems we have when there's an administration that doesn't understand economics and they're claiming that inflation is going to go down once they pass their build back broke deal or build back better. I think broke's more appropriate and spend an additional $5 trillion. I don't know how or what college they went to school. I don't know who explained it to them. Spending $5 trillion more is not going to lower inflation, but it certainly is going to kind of blow the roof off of it. Now, Joe Biden, because of his, uh, just, God, this guy's so stupid. Because of the way Joe is, his approval ratings are in the tank, especially on the economy, and it's reflecting in what we're talking about right now. Obviously, people are starting to get hip to it, and I hope that's the reason why his approval ratings dropping is people are seeing that the prices are steadily rising, and they want to keep spending money. So, Joe Biden is at a low, all-time low, 33% approve of the job he is doing with the economy. Has anybody but me noticed... That whenever a Democrat is in the White House, we tend to have these problems. Whenever you have a liberal who wants to spend and who wants big government, our economy is in the crapper. Do you know where did Joe Biden learn all this from? Well, it's a real easy trick. Who did he learn it from? His mentor. Yes, the terrorist, Barack Hussein Obama, whose economy was more or less like this. You know, he was the only president... Since Hoover, who did not reach a 3% growth rate. In 2016, for God's sake, it was only at 1.6%. And I know you'd like to point out that Hoover was a Republican. And granted, I'll give you that. However, Hoover became president after the Great Depression had already begun. So if you wanted to set somebody up as a patsy, uh, poor Hoover did it because Hoover did a lot of great things during his presidency. The economy just wasn't one of them, but everybody was struggling. Everybody. We completely collapsed. Didn't help World War One coming out of World War One. FDR, they like to tout that FDR had a great economy going into World War II, but it's only because of the additional funding going into World War II and the things that were around it, the additional production, everything around it, because as we were coming out of World War II, we were failing once again. We were going through another recession or depression, however you want to look at it. But every single time a Democrat is in the White House, we have these problems. You go from somebody like Reagan, like Trump, who are responsible and they're trying to really bring the country back and put America first. We got the best job rates. We got the lowest unemployment. The stock market's going crazy. We got the lowest cost in oil. Everything's going well. We're energy independent to policies that Democrats put in place where they strip all of that away. Everything soars. All inflation soars, gas soars, everything soars. And now what do you got to do? You got to look to the government to bail you out. I mean, these are pretty black and white items here. Big government, Democrats, pro-freedom, Republicans, at least in theory, that's the way it should be. There is a lot of rhino Republicans. But for the presidents that we've had, especially the good ones like Reagan, like Trump, they were pro-freedom, pro-America, make us the greatest nation we can be and keep us the superpower in the world versus Obama and Joe Biden where we are now struggling, inflation's the highest it's been in 13 years, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. 
I've also been seeing tweets once again. Oh my God. I think it was Elijah Schaefer was the last one that I read that said Costco is out of toilet paper and paper towels. People, why are you hoarding these items? I mean, Costco, what do they sell them by? That's like a 30 or 40 pack of toilet paper. How much toilet paper do you need? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm a big guy. I don't want to get too personal. There's a lot to wipe. Now, I don't go through toilet paper that fast. I'm just saying. Again, it might be a little be uh, uh, TMI, but I'm just saying, people, please be respectful of each other. Don't get crazy with all this stuff again so everything's off the shelves. We're already struggling because Joe Biden is screwing up the ports. We can't get anything unloaded quick enough. We can't get everything to the locations fast enough. And now he's trying to take that over too. So let's do each other a favor and help each other out. And if you don't need it, don't buy it. I'm sure it's going to be there. If not, God bless you. We live in America. You know, you got an extra pair of socks. (laughs) You got some leaves outside. You do what you got to do. Okay, uh, for the bigger people, and you big people know what I'm talking about. Okay, you just jump in the shower, and <laughs> you don't even need toilet paper. Let's put it that way. <sighs> Probably a little TMI there, also. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It would be very helpful. If you'd like to contact me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Um, if you'd like to follow me at Gab, I am at the real little Joe. Twitter at LJCONSERCRN. I hope you have an awesome Tuesday. We will do it again on Friday. God bless.